Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Joe Sabatino. Yes. Hello, Joe. And in our storyteller chair right now, Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. It's all yours. So this story is about when I disappointed a crush and burst into tears. Mm. Oof. You Which burst into you? tears? Or? I burst into tears okay. after I disappointed a crush. So I was about 10 or 12 at the time. I have to preface this by saying that I had an aunt who was gay, mm-hmm. and she and her partner taught at East Stroudsburg State College before it was university. And were they, they were roommates. They were roommates. Housemates. Yes, housemates. They, lived they did, but they had separate bedrooms. Mm-hmm. But right. yep. really, kind of not. <laughs> we never talked about it. We never talked about why Anna and Carol Sue went away together, and why they lived in a house together, and why when we stayed over, we stayed in, in Anne's room, and they stayed in Carol Sue's room. But mm-hmm. um, probably they just one, were. They, they just, just were. They together. just were. Mm-hmm. They were. We went on vacations with them every year. They were great. When my mom and dad went out of town on vacation, we would go stay with them. Like it was. They, but you never saw them holding hands or nope. sharing a kiss. Or... To be fair, I never saw my mom and dad holding hands right. or sharing a kiss. Right, right. My right. family never did that stuff. Mm-hmm. That we never did that stuff. And this is your mom's sister. My mom's sister. Okay. My mom's best friend. Yeah. Her her best like yeah. just they're they're just the sister so tight yeah right yeah. the sisters were tight did you ever talk to your mom later in life about her being I gay? did I did well my aunt was bi and she ended up with Carol Sue she'd also dated somebody else that she worked with a guy but she ended up with Carol Sue and then later somebody else so they just didn't talk about it they mm-hmm. didn't think it was appropriate to talk about sex stuff so they didn't talk about sex stuff probably mm-hmm. the reason I stayed in the closet for as long as I did was because nobody talked about anything or displayed any affection or it was the 70s and the yeah, 60s, and my family say, I mean, was just really kind of shut down as far yeah. as that stuff goes. Anyway, but they had a bunch of cool friends. They had a bunch of cool lesbian friends. Also, in Ann's partner, she coached the field hockey team at East Stroudsburg. So she would bring us to the field hockey games for East Stroudsburg University, and we were little kids. And we got to sit on the bench with the field hockey players. Cool. And when they had, like, orange slices and stuff, like, we'd have orange slices with them. And <laughs> The, the we is you and your sport. sister. Me, My sister and I, yeah, yeah. My sister and I would go to these. They just brought us everywhere. They took mm-hmm. us, and we did all this totally cool stuff. And the college kids knew Carol Sue, and they loved her and respected her. And, and then we were obviously her nieces, so we were just the coolest things ever. So they were nice to us, and they let us get their sticks for them and chase the balls that got knocked out of bounds. And, yeah. you know, we were big shots yeah. on a college campus, which right. is really cool. One of their friends had a relatives who had a farm. So we went out, we would ride horses and be with cows and goats and chicken. Like, it was just really cool things. So one of their friends was this woman named Marianne, and she coached the archery team, which oh, was sweet. super cool. Yeah, Archery and fencing are like... Oh, a college, a college, college level. Archery college team? level archery at East Stroudsburg. In fact, one of the women that she coached ended up getting to the Olympics. She didn't win or anything. Gina Davis? The, no. Gina Davis, yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's an Olympian. Yeah, Rockford Peaches, right? For, right? What? for, for archery. women's baseball. No, for, for League for of the Archery. <laughs> she's an Olympian? Yeah, in archery, yeah. Huh? Wow. I, I believe you. Well, now I got to look it up. Yeah, this, this has been deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> this has been deep cuts from Kevin Reagan. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't know that. I, I'm not questioning you. Oh, yeah, but now I'm questioning myself. Though I couldn't care less. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, this. Is oh, really I, good, she this ended is up really in the Olympic podcast. trials. I apologize. No. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry guys. Fucking liar. Are you saying she didn't make the Olympics? You know, it's okay. She still hmm. got into the wow. world championship for females baseball. She <laughs> got. She didn't win it. But for she, who? 
for the Rockford Yankees. Which is, but did it, didn't she win Females baseball. I feel like she won, but let that ball go so her kid sister, Kit, could, yeah. could shine. Yeah. Hey, Kit. Lay off of those high ones. I like the high ones. Mule. Nay. Oh, yeah. for, with Racine. Yeah, yeah. the Racine the, um, yeah. something. Racers. Racine Racers. Then she was Tank Girl, so it's all good now. So Marion was this this friend of theirs who played guitar, she sang, she was the total package. For a 10-year-old, not out, not even gay, lesbian, I had developed a crush on Marianne. Mm. And it was, I mean, at 10, I don't even know if you call it a crush. I just liked it's when something. we went to visit her. And, yeah, puppy love. Puppy I mean, love, Google, something. Google yeah. eyes and just, yeah, an impressive person. Yeah. 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 And they all lived kind of near you? They lived near us. In fact, like after school, uh, we would go down a couple times a week to an aunt's house and she would show us like there was a horror movie on in the afternoon so we'd eat bologna sandwiches and watch a horror movie <laughs> and then and then we'd get in trouble because my sister would have bad dreams but it was totally cool <laughs> totally that she it. was yeah. doing this so yeah. it's the first time you have like feelings for somebody outside of your family yeah you, you take it for granted that you love your sister and your mom and your aunt and your yeah right and then you meet somebody and you're like ooh. yeah my mom and dad made the mistake once of telling us that it was in their wills that if they both died, that we would go live with Annie and Carol Sue. So then you started so we were plotting. Like, oh, come on, yeah. Yeah. come on, <laughs> come on, snake eyes. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> I got breaks. I got breaks. <laughs> so, so like we'd go down to Annie's and Carol Sue's every once in a while, like for an overnight on a weekend or something. We'd go over to Mary Ann's and they would drink wine. She'd get the guitar out and we'd sing, and I'd just stare at her, and it was just she was just great. But we go to watch the archery, so that was kind of cool because she gave us these these t-shirts that had the archery team on it. Big so, bullseyes on it. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. They let us fetch the arrows after they shot them and stuff. Run as quick as you can. Uh, <laughs> serpentine. <Yeah>. Serpentine. <laughs> my mom used to have to like literally strip the shirt off my back because I would just wear it until, you know, as right. long as a little kid would wear a shirt until somebody yelled at them. So, so this one time, Marion was painting her house. She was getting a roommate, I guess. What that means is her girlfriend was probably moving in. Oh, she also had a barn. Then every year there was a barn sale, like a yard sale, but we put it in the barn. And okay. you bring your shit there and people come and they walk around the barn. And, oh, it's such a cool barn. I'll take that Somebody serves ceramic up, owl for a dollar. Okay. Somebody serves up right. their barn Ooh. for the barn sale. Well, it was Marianne's barn. It was on her property. Yeah. But other people totally could cool. bring things yeah. to sell. Yeah. 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 She also had a motorbike. Oh, nice. Not a motorcycle, but a now motorbike. I have a crush on her. So we'd all put helmets on, or not we all. She'd say, hey, let's go for a ride. I'm like, get my helmet. And we'd go and explore abandoned houses mm. so that was really cool wow how old was she approximately yeah. the same age as your aunt yeah 30s i okay. guess oh, wow. so she'd drive you around you'd be on the back we'd, of this we'd thing. go to this one house we used to always go and explore and it was like an old motel with like these little like, she was great spirited yeah yeah uh, like i still have a crystal doorknob that we found in one of the one of the old houses that you we still have in. it now of course i save That's everything awesome. did you guys just take it yeah it was an abandoned it's house a, yeah what are you gonna do write a letter to your congressman steve yeah, yeah it's somebody else somebody else's Someone else's congressman? No, it's somebody else's doorknob. Somebody else's stealing. doorknob. Not anymore. It's an abandoned, abandoned house. house. No, an abandoned house now. And pl- I got news for you. Your dad, he'd have fucking stripped that place. <laughs> You'd be living there. Iron A's <laughs> out the wazoo. <laughs> he'd have been moved. You I guys got your new job. In. It's salvaging everything from this house. <laughs> Sell this cop. Stealing doorknobs. <laughs> house could be empty for two minutes. That's oh, abandoned. <laughs> they went to IHOP. House yeah. is empty. No, it's empty. In there. It's abandoned, kids. Start it's taking ours. the doorknobs. It's ours now. <laughs> Is this why you've been away from home for three days, Dad? Vacation the, the neighbors? Quit talking. See if there's any bikes in the garage. <laughs> Squatter's rights.
So I guess her girlfriend was moving in, so we were painting her house, which means you give the little kids like paint on the paint a wall that's already been done. So my sister and I were painting this wall that had already been done. But they were measuring, I don't even remember what they're measuring, but she said, I need I need my measuring tape. Carol, you have it, it's down at your house. So Carol Sue said, I'll go get it. And I was like, Oh, I'll go get it because it's Marianne and I want to help her out and I'll go get your tape, I'll go get your measuring tape. Mm-hmm. So I run down the street to in Annie Carl Sue's house and I'm pawing through their stuff and I can't find the tape, can't find the tape. I'm getting anxious because it's like it's Marianne's tape. I got to find this tape. I got to find this tape. She's counting on me mm. to get this tape. I have to find the tape. I have to find the measuring tape. So finally I find Poor Carol Sue's. little Seuss. sweet Jesse. Oh my Pressure's God. Building. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm losing her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I find her, her. How old are you? Uh, let's say 12. 12. 12. Let's say 12. Ugh. Yeah. I was definitely in middle school because I was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find Carol Sue's uh, toolbox and I open it up and there's a the measuring tape. It has her initials on it. Oh, so I'm like, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. And I'm 12. So I'm like, I wonder how tall I am. So I put my foot on the on the tab. I just want to see. Well, I got the measuring <laughs> tape and, and clearly I'm going to deliver it. I might as well check my well, I mean, You well, have to see if it works. Well, I, mean, it's, and it's I need time cool to be ones. a 12-year-old first. Well, it's one of those cool ones that my dad would let me like touch any of his tools. So I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. It's one of those ones that you know kind of scrolls back up. And oh, can... So you pretended it was your tongue for a little while too. Yeah. Did some fanatic, Philly fanaticing. Yeah. So I put my foot on the tip and... I hold it up and I'm, yeah. I don't know, whatever, four something. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm taller than I was last year. So I'm, I, you know, dragging it around the floor because it's got one of those lock mechanisms. Yeah. You can kind of lock it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm Making looking at it and, yeah. And then I release it and it shoots back up like it's supposed to. And it goes all the way back in. Oh. Like the, the little tabby thing on the end. Breaks off. Either breaks off or flattens out. I don't even know. But it's all the way, like it hold the whole Vanishes. thing, like just, it's gone. You greedy oh. son of a gun. <sighs> Now I'm beyond stress mode. Like I'm, holy shit! Like I broke this. Right. It's probably like a hundred dollars. Yep, <laughs> and cut off one of my well, fingers. I, I, I would just say run away. At that point, you run away. I'm running away, but I have to. Like I, I can't. Like, well, you have a toolbox. You'll be fine. Just they take know it's that. Here. Yeah. So I go back to the toolbox, and there's a screw on top. So I take the whole thing apart because oh, I'm trying oh, to figure oh. it out. And it turns out the little tabby thing had flattened out. Okay. So now I have to find pliers to kind of unbend it and squirrel it back in. But it's wire and it's metal and it's like it's all exploding out like a spring. Yeah, once yeah, it it's comes tension. apart, it's all yeah, tension. Oh, it's done. Bound, it's, right? Yeah, the tension and there's this right. thing that's just yeah, random steel. piece and kind of like yourself. I'm, <laughs> yeah, just like myself. And I'm winding it and Tightly winding wound. it and winding it. Wind, yeah. yeah, winding it, winding it, winding it. And then I realize I get to the end and I'm like, oh, I got to bend that the end down or it's just going to snap back in. With a fork <laughs> in the other thigh as you wound it up. And you're doing this. While it's open, I mean, like you still the, the case put it is open. Together. The, the top yeah. is over here with the screw next to it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Three I, Stooges I, style screws uh, that have rolled off the counter on yeah. the floor yeah. <laughs> down into a grate. So I bend the tip of the the end of the thing back in, and I'm trying to put it back on, and it's finally, worse and, and, worse and then and the worse. door yeah. opens and. Carol Sue comes in. Nothing. Like, oh, it's fine. Fine, whatever. <laughs> so you shoot. But then her. I see. But then I hey, see. Hey, someone broke this. I was just trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> they just left. Did you shoot them? <laughs> um, four foot two inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Anne walks in, and then my sister walks in, and then Betsy walks in, Marianne's friend, and then Marianne's girlfriend. Jesus. Oh, why parade. don't you invite the fucking pope? Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then Marianne walks in. And, and like the whole, everybody, suddenly everybody is standing there looking at me and I've got it open on the coffee dead? table. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like hanging from the ceiling. It's just like everywhere. Yeah. The dog's all wrapped up in it. It's wrapped up. <laughs> just go like armadillo. Um. Yeah. And Carol says, so what are you doing? And Marianne walked over and I said, 
I broke your tape measure and I burst into tears. Like mm. all the tension of the entire day Aww. just just Aww. came out. Yeah. And I'm like bawling, like sobbing, weeping. My sister is laughing her ass off because I broke a tape measure, which is totally cool. And I'm crying because <laughs> she's my younger sister and that's what they do. Yeah. You know, and the, all the old people are standing around staring at me like, What is wrong with this girl? What the hell? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a tape measure. Tape measure and, Wound a little tight, kid. <laughs> yeah. oh. You think? Yeah. That joke's been told like three times. Wound tight? Okay. So she puts she her ar- she put her arm around me. She's like, It's. Who's she? Marianne. Oh, yeah. Jessie. Yeah. And Get I'm it. 12. I'm 12. Reel her in. I'm 12. This <laughs> <laughs> story is sullied. But it was sweet because she just felt so bad. Which she put her arm around me, like I was crying even harder after that. Like, how do you show me kindness uh, when I've destroyed everything that you care about and I'm a horrible person? Well, and she was and holding just, you. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, it's just oh, it was awful. It was awful. But it wasn't her tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had nothing to lose. Yeah. So what she care. No. It, like, eh, no I'm not. I got hey, no. I've lost nothing here. I got no dog in this fight. <laughs> yeah. So. Then they had to measure using, I yeah, guess, what did those they do? giant yardsticks of wood. They could still use, the, use the, tape, the, tape. the tape. All the numbers vanished? Yeah, <laughs> they could still use the measuring tape. It's just oh, not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she left that out. She scraped them all off. Did you also dip it in acid? No, my tears rusted it. <laughs> I mean, it still measures things. It just wouldn't suck up. I guess now we're going to have to use our feet. <laughs> Does anybody yeah. have a perfect size 12? <laughs> Hey, this is Steve from the Punch-Up Podcast. We are doing a live show on Sunday, May 6th at 7 o'clock. CSC Theater, 2030 Sansom Street, Philadelphia, PA. 7 o'clock. I said that already. Oh, Jesus. You can buy tickets to this show at csctix.com. It is going to be me, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and our special guest, Daryl Charles, Sunday, May 6th at 7 o'clock. And it will be a lot of fun, so please come to the show. You can get tickets at csctix.com. See you there. Man. So terrible. (laughs) What? It was great. Shall we play that back? I loved it. Hey, this is Kevin Reagan from the Punch-Up Podcast. Sometimes when we're recording an episode, things get cut and left on the editing room floor. Often, it's based on the running time of that episode. But sometimes we feel the pieces that are cut stand well on their own. So check out these little punch-outs in today's episode of the Punch-Up Podcast. Man, she's eight years old. What's the play? The Witches by the guy uh, who wrote um, Matilda, uh, BFG. He's from the area, right? Is he? Uh, is it's like oh ro- ro- it's, there's no N. It's Roland uh, Dahl. Oh, Roald Dahl. He's Ra- from Roald uh, Dahl? England. I think he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. All right. Well, he's not from the area. I was wrong. Yeah. No. He's well, I mean, he's from the area. I mean, his movies have played in the area. So she's eight years old, and she's really excited. She did theater camp at Curio up the street last summer, and you know, sort of, it was more of like a ragtag. They like made up a play and and did it. This one they sent out, your kids need to know a song before they start. Oh, wow. And uh, everybody needs jazz shoes, and there's an actor's contract. Because it goes up to teenage years, or there's a camp adjoining with it where teenagers, so there's like this whole PDA section and stuff. I'm like, what the, you know, my daughter's eight. Anyway, she was very excited, and then up until driving her there, a nervous wreck. They're going to audition the first day, a song audition, dance audition, 
And, and then if they wanted to audition for the main witch, um, Malicella, they would have to volunteer to, to give it a shot. And they should lobby to get that part, uh-huh. all this stuff. So Nervous Wreck, she goes in. She doesn't know anybody here. This is Do you remember a, what her song was? Well, it, everybody had the same song. Oh, okay. So there was a song. Is this they, her they, story? Is this one of your stories? <clears throat> no, this is her. Like This is all this her, man. Like I didn't yeah. act until college because I said I was too cool for school. But the truth is I was just scared. She's eight years old. She saw two uh, teenagers audition, and she volunteered to go third. Wow, good and, for her. And um, what's the disparity in age? For the, her section of camp is uh, eight to fourteen. Wow. And uh, she volunteered to go third and sang the song and like got into like she sang it at home for us, but like you know it was it's harder to do it in front of people you know than strangers sometimes because fuck them yeah 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 because yeah, oh, you know yeah. they don't they, they, this they, is a child's story kevin let's not use that kind of so language screw them this yeah. is for our child's podcast oh, <laughs> <laughs> children's podcast ian's kid corner hold hold for music ian's kid corner anyway i was just i'm just beaming with pride i mean she really knows what she'd like to do i'm I'm scared to death and i've tried to tell her like just how much rejection is involved like right. as, as gently as i can so like, you're starting now with her just yeah. reject her constantly yeah i've, I've started ignoring her uh, just for days thank I wonder, you, you i wonder get, though when she comes up to for a hug thank you next i wonder <laughs> next next i wonder if next time try it with a little more feeling you said you didn't start acting until college so i yeah. wonder if that rejection is easier if you're a kid dealing with it as you grow up and mature and it's like eh, sure maybe so if it's just part of the game when you're that age i don't know you like to think that they have a you know a little sensitivity towards it but the bottom line i mean if she was auditioning for shows or so she just wouldn't get a call like you just don't hear you yeah. either get the job or you just don't hear anything dad were you on the phone did you were you on the phone yeah. was that, who was Hang that, that yeah. did caller id click did you answer yeah when you called the pizza guy, you dialed immediately, right? You weren't just sitting there on the phone. That's dead air, Dad. We don't we don't have a landline, hon. There's no call waiting. What was it called? It wasn't called caller ID. What was it called that it would call waiting? The call waiting. Thank you. You just said that, didn't you? Yeah. It was the third time I said it. Which is tough because if you got call waiting, it's like <laughs> thank you. Next, if you're talking to yeah, that's exactly what it was on call waiting. If you're talking to someone who's a dud, it's like your buddy, and you're like, hold on, let me see this. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me get rid yeah. of this person. Yeah, yeah. And then you're there for 20 minutes. You come back. You still there, dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, forgot about you. Yeah. Or, or you could do call waiting if you just pressed your hang up button. Just, yeah. You, and then it would click and you'd be like, oh, you know, uh, that's somebody. My mom's expecting a call. Just make a noise. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. I was always call waiting. Just... Call waiting. <laughs> I was always hey, sorry, it's a call waiting, man. I, I, was I always... wish I didn't have to go. call waiting. I was always the one on the phone and they'd say, oh, I have another call. And then they'd just hang up with me. <laughs> and the next day at school oh yeah I messed up the call waiting okay. you, you'd and say you hey how was that other call yeah. what other call <laughs> how was that other call it was my aunt yeah, someone's how that turn out because that's I, people I, I, oh, I guarantee Steve would ask that he'd be like so that uh, that person you talked to yeah, we, you like them better than me we, is yeah. your conversation better we, well cut to Steve two hours later after call waiting he's like, <laughs> still yeah still <laughs> holding the phone <laughs> They're coming back. I feel if it. you'd like to make a call, please hang up. <laughs> oh, I got a great bit when they come back. <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. going to use this line. How many times do you think they came back? You're like, <laughs> oh, you there, Mike? I'm still here. <laughs> you got to hang up and call them and click into their call because then they have to commit to talking to you Three again. Three-way call them. Yeah. yeah. 
That'll show them. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That enough banter? Sure. Ah, <laughs> oh, you. Um, well, hold does. on. Real quick then on that. How about Fun Dip versus Lickamade? Because I have a friend from the Midwest. Is that sex? Is that a sex thing? Yep. Okay. You know what Lickamade is? Nope. No. See, you that's the part that's... I know, I know what Fun Dip is only because yeah. of my kids. To be fair. I've seen it. I've yeah. never had it. Fu- it's it gross. is fair. It's like all sugar, it's, but it's fun dip out here in the Midwest. Is it's that something you guys called do? Lickamade. And Lickam- it says it on the package, and I never even knew it until a friend of mine said, oh, you mean Lickamade? And I was like, what? How is Maid spell? Lickam, it's Lickamade, I think. Oh, is Lickam- it the name Aid. of the candy? Yeah. Are you sure it's not Lickamades? Lickamades. Yeah, it was very big. Right. Wait, is that, oh. but is that like, you know, Wawa and Sheet? Like, I just recently heard about Sheets. Like, yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. But they stink. But... I mean, they booze same though. candy. Take, take that, Sheets. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we won't be getting sponsorship from Sheets. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, Keep your you money. Take that, take that to punch up in Canada, Sheets. Wow. <laughs> the punch up yeah. was Wawa. But is it, it's the same candy, the pouch with the sticks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was the two, stick different? Two or? sticks, three pouches. Figure that out. Two sticks, three pouches. That's so what it you're works. sharing. So I, it is an AIDS thing. <laughs> I guess. And a sex thing. No, I was never a big St. Patty's Day guy. Me neither. No. I just like it always bothered me. I mean, why? What? Well, just just the fa- you know, yeah. just like an influx of people. You know, it's just the Americanization of oh no no holidays. I'm not no. no I'm not like righteous or pious about St. Patrick's Day. Just the fact of busloads of. Oh yeah, just the, just the mess and but the that's noise new. And the... I mean, that's new within like the last ten or I don't know. I mean, it's years. Gotta, yeah, the it's last time I remember like mm. doing anything like in particular for St. Patty's Day was probably college. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like drinking games and stuff and and things of that nature. I was just like, I- I'm gonna, I'll be fine. I'll, I promise I'll everybody, I'll be, I'll yeah. be drunk by the end of the night. Don't, it's gotta don't be. Worry. I don't need to. I'm with, I'm I don't with, need yeah. to play president or asshole or, or how's president you, work. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I might have just made it up. It's got to be a little insulting to think that that is how a bunch of non-Irish people are painting one complete set of people. Well, like, oh, it's like Cinco yeah. de Mayo. I mean, it's just a reason, you know. Well, even, and, and then the beer companies just like you know, it's like a hallmark. Yeah, you know, they just. It's bizarre because if you're in Ireland on Paddy's Day, it's a it's a very religious holiday. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like what you get here in America, and it's just like, yeah, yeah I'm Irish today. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's just a reason, a reason to party. Turd. You know? I mean, I'm not a big fan of crowds and you know that type of energy. You used to live on Bar. Two Street, and I used to love going to your what yeah, was your well, crowd parties. Great. We had a, we had a great. Little house right there, and we had the side yard where we could have a keg. People kind yeah, of yeah, it was so go. much fun. It was a great location because the Mummers, you know, it would start at Washington. We were a couple blocks down from that. They started at the museum. Yeah, they started the museum. Okay, for the two street roll in yeah. the later afternoon, and then go down two street. But the first bar was about two or three blocks down from our house. Like it was great because right where we were was. You know, they were still fresh. Sober. Well, I mean, they weren't sober. They'd done Broad Street all day. I mean, oh, okay. We, the, my favorite thing of New Year's Day would be the uh, the mummers walking up to Washington to catch their buses at six in the morning. Yeah. And just you know, clearly hadn't slept and cases of beer. And like, we're out there with the kids and like, you know, drunk guys coming up to my kids like, hey, this is happening here and putting beads and, you know. Aren't you cute? Yeah, just, you know, and even your kids realize blackface is inappropriate. Yeah. 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 Do you have a light? Yeah. yeah. So um, I love throwing a party and hosting and, you know, 
obviously I'm done with crazy parties. Oh, because kids and... Well, just, yeah, just like, I mean, I'd much rather have a, a great dinner party with, a, yeah. you know, a ten, people. ten, ten mm-hmm. group do you of do that? good friends. We have, mm-hmm. and we haven't for years. Have, you know? Haven't gotten an invite, so I'm wondering. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't, hasn't... No, we had two no, of them. They don't. <laughs> I used to. We, we had two of them, didn't we? Big what? friend. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think it was at your house. That was his current house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. This was I like two weeks you ago. Have a stained glass, right? No, that was. That was probably when we moved in. Roughly around, you know, when we moved in. Yeah, I don't even think you knew Kevin back then. <laughs> no, I, I totally did. This was before. <laughs> that was before uh, Joe yeah. moved to California. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that was, was years ago. Because he used before. to be my date. Oh, so you're all there. Single, was, ready to mingle. Oh, that was like four years ago. Would you rather have a party with a handful of people that you you know intimately, or a ton of people that he you just answered that question? Know? Yeah. Well, I'm no, talking I, to everybody. Not just answer that question. It, that's a precursor because like your birthday party was. Yeah. Huge and it was great because it was like oh yeah people from you weren't there. Um, <laughs> Kevin's flexing his yeah. muscle. Now. No, 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 that's not. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Your birthday party at the Nodding Head also awesome. And uh, oh yeah, I, some people. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. You were invited. Yeah. Was yeah. I? I don't think I was. I didn't even. I didn't. Well, uh, I was at your kids. I didn't bris. formulate that, that party. Was, My was, daughter's bris. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> was beautiful. <laughs> I was very intimate. My atheist daughter's brisk. You, you brisked your daughter? Yeah. Can you even do that? No, I think it's called a brie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh... Oh, I love <laughs> brie. The, the, not the cheese. Oh, cut that at one. Oh. <laughs> That's what the Moyle said. No, no. Is that the button? Cut, no, it was not. Nobody's laughing. To what? <laughs> Whatever this garbage is. Did I ever talk about in high school, I won New Year's sold I, you said one New Year's? I thought there was a contest. Did I ever tell you guys I won New Year's? No, no. I won. Please, go on, a, Steven. A New Year's. Yeah. I sold <laughs> record like albums. What? That you recorded? Uh, no. Oh. That you it bought? Was, uh, was... Frampton Comes Alive? No, it's it called was, the Bone Tour? They were mummer. <laughs> bone Live. <laughs> it was Let me jamming with the, the Bone Yard. <laughs> The Boneyard. <laughs> All your Guar albums. Boneyard's got to be like the third album. Like oh, yeah. The album. Once they, once they know, everyone knows your bone, then you can start just throwing your name around. <laughs> Boneyard. Boneyard. Is, that, is that how you're playing now? Playing no, I, under I, the pseudonym of Bone? No, I've told you guys this before. My dad was, you know, really good at finding me jobs. He was just always through connections. And bikes. Finding me jobs. And one year, he's like, hey, uh, I got you this job. You're going to be selling record albums at the <laughs> New Year's Day Parade, and I was like, "Huh? Like, I, you know, God, how's, I, how's that there. work? Kind of slipping there, Dad. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I wish, I wish your dad. It's all lived, under the table. Don't tell anybody. I wish your dad lived to see Craigslist because he'd be like, "This is my thing. This is <laughs> Roni's list. Should be Jack's list. <laughs> Bones list. <laughs> Bones Senior. <laughs> so, um, what did it entail? Me what and albums? like." The, the the mummer like the string band uh, show of so shows. golden slippers wow. and a whole bunch of other shit yeah so they hired you the mummers hired no, you no some fucking guy who was like in charge of selling the albums I don't know he was total like a bootlegger I know yeah. no they were legit and um mm. I got a buddy of mine from grade school did and, they mummerify you make you wear feathers and go no how you feel about blackface I had, I had, I had this like giant like bag satchel around the me and bone on it and had albums it's like <laughs> Like twenty albums, in but it. it was like a paper route bag. You it was like a paper route bag. It was exactly. like that old that old paper that they used to sell. What was the kid? The kids, the boys would drive ride around on bikes. 
Paperwork. Uh, no, the, not the regular paper. It newsies? Was like a, not the Newsies. Oh, my God. There was a paper that... Sunday paid. fun days. No, never mind. I'll, the funny paper? No, never mind. Just keep going. Yeah, the funnies. Right. So is that how you got the jab? Because you had a satchel? No, I just could walk and speak. I mean, my, and my dad. So just, you sold this out on New Year's Day, like walking on through Street, the drunk just, crowds of the parade. Did you have like a call? Yelling, I had to call out like, like King Band show of shows. I was, and people I bought a pa- people bought a record and I walked around the parade carrying a record. Four? A record. And people people like bought a record. It. I did terrible. I was in high school. I was like a sophomore in high school. I was terrible. I didn't sell very many of them, but I sold some. And then the guys I was with, one guy just kept going back for more. Really? Yeah, I know. Who would buy a goddamn album and then you're stuck? And then you're carrying it around. Mm. Of that music. I hate that music. I I dude, I'm passion. not a Mummers fan. This is why you guys only have a hundred views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hate the Mummers. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the most Philadelphia goddamn thing out there. You think that's the most Philadelphia thing? In the city? It's up there. Joe should be our marketing guy. We market for us? Oh, God. Well, you guys will be on fire. You can't find mummers anywhere else. And nor should you. Why would you? They are outside of this state. They're like inside this completely like people don't know about it and they're fascinated by it. No, listen. Inside this city, inside the suburbs, there's people that have never seen the mummers. You know, have never been to the mummers show or or been to New Year's Year's Day. I've never. I've never been. Yeah, but we used to watch it every year, yeah. and I hated it. I did too. I think watching it on TV is awesome. If you're there, you're just like, I, fucking, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do it. I, mean, I love people... parades, but the mummers just there's something about it. It just because you'll get puked on. I think like, people have puke uh, on you. Yeah, it's it is it's like a mix between a parade and a guar concert. Steve, you should be there. Guar, yeah. guar. I said guar about ten minutes ago. No I, I worked you. during the uh, uh, mummers you? parade this year, selling macaroons. Macaroon albums. Macaroon albums. And we have a big sign out front. It's like a big sandwich board. And I can't tell you how many times we had to pick it up because drunk people would just go over and just be like, Fucking macaroons! <laughs> just kick it down. I'm Signage! Like, have a good day, sir. But it's not, de- you're not working in the city. You're in Yeah, Georgia, yeah. Right? we worked at the uh, city hall. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right there, oh, right, where, right where it started. And people were just, I had, I can't, it was. It was like zero degrees. It was out. like zero degrees. I can't tell you how many frozen piles of puke I had oh. to step over. Like, hmm, is that, oh no, that's just puke that froze mid hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. it, was, it was disgraceful. Ding, yep. ding, ding. <laughs> Let's talk more about uh, parties Kevin's not been invited to. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Each week, we bring in some of the funniest writers and performers from the Philly comedy scene. Someone tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. Thanks for listening and be sure to check us out every Monday.